Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Tad Graham, and this is the Graham Slam Sports Network. First off, I want to thank you all for listening in to this very first podcast of the Graham Slam Sports Network. In this week's podcast, we're going to go over the recap of Week 12. We're also going to see the high flyers and low homers of the week. And we're going to check out some news from around the league, including some injury updates on Melvin Gordon. First off, we have San Francisco facing the Tampa Bay. That score ended in 27-9, Tampa Bay. Next, we have the New York Giants losing in a last-second field goal to the Philadelphia Eagles, 25-22. New England Patriots handled the New York Jets 27-13. Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cleveland with a high-scoring game of 35 and shutting out Cleveland to a score of 20 points, so 35-20. Seattle winning on a last-second field goal by Janikowski, 30-27 against the Carolina Panthers. Jacksonville in the upset lost to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Josh Allen having an incredible game. We'll talk about him a little bit later. The Oakland Raiders lost to the Baltimore Ravens by a score of 34-17. to The Los Angeles Chargers manhandled the Arizona Cardinals on the score of 45-10. to Pittsburgh was upset by Denver by the score of 24-17 to on a last-second interception by Denver. The Miami Dolphins lost to the three-touchdown machine, Andrew Luck. Indianapolis Colts, 27-24. And Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers lost to Kirk Cousins. And the Minnesota Vikings, 24-17. To go over some highlights of those games, we'll start off with San Francisco at Tampa Bay. San Francisco, their leading rusher was Brita with uh, 14 carries for 106 yards. Their best pass catcher of the day was Dante Pettis and George Kittle. Dante Pettis had four receptions for 77 yards. And George Kittle had six receptions for 48 yards. For Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston getting the start over Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. He went 29-38 for 312 yards and two touchdowns. An interesting note to that game was... Austin Humphreys also scored a touchdown. He had six receptions for 54 yards. Mike Evans had a great night. Uh, Six receptions for 116 yards. Moving on to New York versus Philadelphia. Saquon Barkley had another monster game. 13 rushes for 101 yards and a touchdown. And seven receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. Odell Beckham had five receptions and 85 yards, no touchdowns. Interestingly enough, Carson Wentz mildly efficient with 20 for thir- or 20 for 28, with 236 yards and only one passing touchdown. Jamal Adams has taken over that backfield in Philadelphia. He had 22 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. Zach Ertz was another dominant force in their offense. He had seven receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown. 
And it seems that everyone else has fallen off the face of the earth down in Philadelphia. Alshon Jeffrey only had three receptions for 39 yards on three targets. Golden Tate had four receptions on, for 30 yards on 12 targets. Or no, eight targets. Excuse me. Moving on to New England versus the New York Jets. Sony Michel had the best game since his injury. 21 carries for 133 yards and a touchdown. Julian Edelman had four receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown. Rob Gronkowski getting back to his uh, usual self. Three receptions, 56 yards and a touchdown. Another thing to note, Josh Gordon also had five receptions for 70 yards, no scores. There wasn't much going good for the New York Jets in that game. The best uh, part of it probably would have been Jermaine Curse's uh, touchdown. He had six receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown on 12 targets, so he's getting the volume over in uh, the New York Jets. Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cleveland had a lot of guys doing a lot of stuff on that game. Baker Mayfield, 19 for 26, 256 and four passing touchdowns. The best rusher of that game was Nick Chubb. He has continued to take over that backfield. He had 28 rushes for 84 yards and a touchdown. Um, David Njoku, was the leading yardage recipient of Baker Mayfield. He had five receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. Nick Chubb, he had three receptions for 44 yards and another uh, receiving touchdown. And we'll talk about Jarvis Landry later in our segment of the low homers. For Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, 14 carries for 89 yards. No touchdowns for him. Tyler Board, seven receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, he had another seven receptions for 66 yards. Moving on to Seattle versus Carolina. Russell Wilson, 22 for 31, 339 yards, and two passing touchdowns. Chris Carson had a front flip endeavor going against Carolina, but he had 16 rushes for 55 yards and two targets and a touchdown. The two leading receivers for the Seahawks were Tyler Lockett and David Moore. Tyler Lockett had five receptions, 107 yards, and David Moore had four receptions, 103 yards, both getting receiving touchdowns. For Carolina, Cam Newton had was very efficient, 25 of 30, 256 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, but one interception. Christian McCaffrey went off and had was the first player to have 100 receiving and 100 rushing yards in the same game. At, the last person to do was Todd Gurley in week 17 of last year, 2017. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had 17 carries for 125 yards and a touchdown. He also had 11, tar or 11 receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. Um, DJ Moore was the next leading receiver. He looks to have taken over the number one wide receiver spot. Um, he had eight receptions for 91 yards. Greg Olson, we'll talk about him later. Only two receptions for 11 yards, though. Moving on to Jacksonville versus the Buffalo Bills. Leonard Fournette got tossed out of this game for throwing punches in the third quarter, but before that he had 18 rushes, 95 yards, and two rushing touchdowns, so he had an efficient day on only three quarters. 
other than that, there wasn't much uh, going good for the offense for the Jacksonville Jaguars. D.D. Westbrook had three receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. That's the only thing that was good going for them. Blake Bortles has since been benched um, this week, so don't put him in your fantasy lineups. Now for Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a mildly efficient day uh, passing. 8 for 19 for 160 yards and a passing touchdown. But what really stood out was his rushing ability. He ran for 99 yards on 13 carries and a touchdown. Moving on to Oakland versus the Baltimore Ravens. Nothing was going good for the Oakland Raiders in this game offensively. One thing to note is that Doug Martin, the only he got into the end zone. He only had 11 rushes for 51 yards. Baltimore, however, they had Lamar Jackson behind the center. And he went 14 for 25, 178 passing yards, a passing touchdown, but two interceptions. He's not been the greatest passer this season, but his rushing ability has really made up for it in fantasy. Another thing to note, Lamar Jackson, 11 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. The Gus Edwards bus is on the roll. 23 rushes, 118 yards, no touchdowns, but it looks like he's going to be getting the volume as long as Lamar Jackson is in the backfield with him. Moving on to Arizona versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Nothing was really going good for them. Uh, Josh Rosen only had 19 pass attempts, 12 of them for completions. He was sacked once, or sacked twice and had an interception. David Johnson, 17 carries, 63 yards. Other than that, the only positive notes was Larry Fitzgerald. Again, got a receiving touchdown. He only had two catches for 30 yards, though. Phillip Rivers tied the... NFL record for 25 straight pass completions and was the first guy to do it in from the start of the game until where he ended off. Um, he went 25 or 28 for 29, 259 yards and three passing touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but he had 10 rushes for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Austin Eckler, another guy that contributed quite a bit, five carries. Uh, 35 yards and a rushing touchdown. On the receiving side of it, Keenan Allen, 7 receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 10 receptions, 68 yards. Mike Williams, 4 receptions, 25 yards and 2 touchdowns. That brings his touchdown total to 7 touchdowns in the season. Moving on to Pittsburgh versus Denver. Ben Roethlisberger had 56 passing attempts in this game, 462 yards, two interceptions, and one passing touchdown. That one of the that passing touchdown was a 97-yarder to Juju Smith-Schuster. He had an amazing game, 13 receptions, 189 yards, one touchdown. Antonio Brown had nine receptions, 67 yards, no touchdowns. Still a solid game for him. Looking for a little bit more from him, though. James Conner, a disappointing day. Disappointing, only uh -huh, 13 rushes, 53 rushing yards, 
and 42 receiving yards. Still not a bad day, but not the type of production they've been uh, expecting out of him in Pittsburgh. For Denver, the highlight of their game was Philip Lindsay went for four, had 14 rushes, 110 yards, and a rushing touchdown. He's continuing to dominate that backfield and is the most efficient running back in Denver. Emmanuel Sanders, seven receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Move on to Miami versus Indianapolis. Ryan Tannehill got the start, coming back from his injury. He went 17 for 25 with two passing touchdowns at 204 yards. The leading attempts in rushing for that game was Frank Gore at 14 rushes and 67, um, 14 rushes for 67 yards. But the highlight of the game was Kenyon Drake, who had eight rushes for 32 yards, five receptions for 64 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Andrew Luck continued to pass the ball efficiently, 30 for 37 for 343 passing yards, three touchdowns, yet two interceptions. He still needs to cut down on his turnovers, but he will continue to throw for three touchdowns. In the last six weeks, he has passed for three touchdowns in five of those six weeks. Marlon Mack noted that he left with an injury, but he had 15 rushes for 85 yards. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, seven receptions for 125 yards. No touchdowns there. Still an efficient day for him. And Eric Ebron continues to dominate in the red zone. He had five receptions for 45 yards and two touchdowns. That brings his touchdown total up to 12 on the year. He continues to defy all the odds that he should have regression back to the mean. Jack Doyle, to note, he also had a recep receiving touchdown, but only had four receptions for 16 yards. Moving on to the s Sunday night game, Green Bay versus Minnesota. Aaron Jones continues to be the lead back there. 17 rushes for 72 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, five receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones added another three receptions for 21 yards. And Minnesota was efficient all the way around. Kirk Cousins had a great day, 29 for 38 with 342 passing yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He also rushed for six six times for 17 yards. Um, Latavius Murray had the leading carries in the backfield, but he only rushed for 33 yards. He had 11 carries. Dalvin Cook, 10 carries for 29 yards. Dalvin Cook also had... A reception for a touchdown. He went 3 for 47 in receiving. Adam Thielen continued to dominate. 8 for 127 and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, 8 for 77 and a touchdown. And surprisingly, Kyle Rudolph had a great day as far as his season has been concerned. 7 receptions for 63 yards. Now let's talk about the high flyers as far as fantasy goes. The best fantasy... Running back this week was Christian McCaffrey with 46.7 points in PPR. Like I said, he was the first per, first running back to have 100 receiving and 100 rushing yards since Todd Gurley from last year, week 17. The best receivers of the week, as far as the Thursday night game goes, or Thursday game goes for Thanksgiving, Amari Cooper, 38 fantasy points. 
Adam Thielen had another great day, 26.5 fantasy points. Stephon Diggs, 22.9. Juju Smith-Schuster had 37.9 fantasy points. And Nick Chubb had 27.8 fantasy points. Now I'm going to talk about the disappointments of the week. The low homers of the week. For the San Francisco-Tampa Bay game, Deshaun Jackson for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only had 5.5 fantasy points. He had six targets, but he just could only haul in three of them. He had three... He had 19 yards for that, and that'll get you 5.5 fantasy points. Really disappointing as far as the mashup goes. San Francisco has allowed a lot of passing yards this season. Another disappointment for the week was James White for the New England Patriots. He had 8.8 fantasy points. The previous eight contests, he had above 14.1 fantasy points per game. This week was the Sony Michelle Sony Michelle show, though. For the Cleveland Cincinnati game, Jarvis Landry had another abysmal game: three receptions for 30 yards and only five targets. He had six point six fantasy points this week. It continues to be a hit and miss for the Cleveland offense as far as your pass catchers go. The only one you can really count on is going to be Nick Chubb. He ran, like I said, for 28 rushes, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Added three more receptions and another touchdown for that. Continue to look for him to dominate the backfield and also the pass catching ability out of the backfield. Another dud of the week. It's not really a dud, but James Conner for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He only had 11.5 fantasy points per game. I know that doesn't seem like low, but he was projected in the high 20s for his fantasy points per game. This week, he can only score 11.5, though. Looked him to bounce back next week. Another disappointment in that game was Cortland Sutton for the Denver Broncos. He had one reception for 14 yards for 2.4 fantasy points. He was supposed to be the second, the number two receiver in Denver, but continues to struggle. Emmanuel Sanders is the only one you can count on in that Denver offense as far as patch catchers go. Philip Lindsay, like I said, will dominate the backfield. Another disappointment is for Green Bay is Marquez Valdez-Scantley, or MVS as some people know him. He had one reception for three yards this last game. With everyone being injured, Randall Cobb being out, Marquez Valdez-Scantley was supposed to be the number two wide out, but it looked like Equinemia St. Brown was getting most of the targets. He got five targets compared to Marquez Valdez-Scantley's three So it looks like the only one you can trust on that offense is going to be Aaron Jones running out of the backfield and Devontae Adams, who is a touchdown-catching machine. Aaron Rodgers looks to him in the red zone every single time. 
And that extends his touchdown streak to seven games. Now some news surrounding the league. Leonard Fournette defended his role in the fight with Lawson and said that he did what he had to do. Still, you can't be going around throwing punches in the middle of a game. That'll get you ejected and possibly suspended. So look for him this week um, and make sure that he is active and not suspended for this next week's game. The next breaking news is Melvin Gordon is going to be out at least a few weeks while suffering a grade 2 MCL sprain on Sunday. He exited the third quarter on a terrible, terrible play call. A double reverse that got him injured. He was already questionable going into this game. And having him run something like that, to me, seemed like one of the most ridiculous things you could have done. Lastly, another part of breaking news. Andy Dalton was just placed on IR with a thumb injury. So look for a decrease in the value of Tyler Boyd. Basically, everybody in the Bengals' offense. Don't trust any of them. Lastly, I just want to thank you all for listening in. I'm sorry I struggled all over my... Stumbled all over my words. There I go again. Stumbled all over my words. But I look forward to getting a following and seeing if uh, this may be something I could pursue as a uh, hobby to keep you guys up to date with some fantasy football around the league. When baseball season comes around, I will be doing baseball fantasy as well. So look for me for both of those. I can give you updates and news regarding your leagues, who you should start, waiver wire pickups, everything that you might need to help you win in your fantasy league. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And you have a great rest of your Monday. And I'll be back tomorrow with my waiver wire pickups of the week. As well as any other news that may be going around the league. Have a good day.